1: is DiPietro and Rothenberg. The
2: New York Knicks should make it to the Conference Finals, and they got a chance. And I'm not saying the Knicks can't get to the Eastern Conference Finals, but to think you have a chance and to say you expect, in my mind, are two different things. We can't rule out the possibility that the New York Knicks can win the East. I think they have a chance. I don't expect the Knicks to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Made it to another Monday. You're not dead. That's good
1: news. On 98.7 ESPN.
2: All right, DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN, the big 7 o'clock hour. We still, we're we're holding on to around the league, and we're holding on to the football frenzy. We are are at the nubs, the final couple of around the leagues and football frenzies, and I got to tell you, it's heartbreaking.
3: It is heartbreaking, but the only thing I'll say is this. We do at the at least, at least, we can spend this week making RJ feel really good about his Niners.
2: That's our Niners this week.
3: Well, no. It's not your Niners. Well, no, I'm back. No, you can't be back. Now, you can say you're back. There's no way RJ is allowing you in his our,
2: mind our, RJ, I believe, already has said no. he's welcomed me back. There's no chance. he un- uh, Yes! No. He understood... I was being pulled in many different directions. I, I, I jumped on the Lions bandwagon solely for the story and the length of not winning. They are done. I'm, I'm, not, I'm back.
3: You use the Niners, and he's disgusted by you. He'll tell you. He's not, he's not ashamed to tell you that you stink.
2: RJ, I'm, I'm
4: back. Yeah, but it's under false pretense. I mean, we'll take you just because we're looking for momentum here. No, but, no, no,
2: no, no. You took me back, RJ.
4: No, I did. I'm not going to deny that. I'm just saying I, I questioned myself in the process. I, I, I don't know if I did the right thing, but it's what's done is done. We have to move on.
3: Well, you kind of disgust him at this point. You're kind of gross. It's
4: like I caught you. I didn't even just catch you looking at another woman. You were. No. You 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 know, you're sitting down yeah. having coffee. No, more than that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. Her top is off.
4: How do you explain that?
2: Uh. uh you know what? I'm I'm a man who has not had—I mean, in my in this situation, this Lions team had not had an opportunity to go here in in 30 years.
4: I yeah, I don't care. But here's the thing. So you've said that, and you the know Niners what? The Niners are not my team. They've never been my team. Shame on me. You, I, I caught you staring back in August. I mean, you told me you were staring back when the schedule came out and how, how sexy the game is, and shame on me. I should have seen this coming. I blame myself. Victim shaming. It probably is your fault. Yeah.
2: It probably is. You For know what? I said it when I saw the schedule, sexy opening game matchup, and it's met with, oh, <laughs> he thinks the Lions are sexy. I, I Not only did I think it, I knew it, and guess who was right? Guess who's vindicated? Me. That's who.
4: I mean, to be fair, most people thought they'd win the division. I, th- I feel like that was the, the common thought.
2: Yeah, you, you know, on, honestly, I get it. I have a great take. Let, let's crap all over it.
4: Go ahead. Yeah, Lions are how great. Yeah. Th- how they doing? Season's over. Sorry. Sorry.
3: You know and you I, didn't take them.
4: And you didn't take them. You I, had a chance you'd still be in the picks if you took them. Yeah, you you caught me. Well, I, well you, when the, you didn't catch me. You had a chance to catch me in a vulnerable moment because I offered you. I said, "You take the Lions at the number. I'll take the Niners." And there's there's it. That that's we'd be tied right now, or you'd be up a half game. Whatever. Instead, you and your. But
2: I, but I thought I didn't realize that the Niners would would, would like look like they were fifty the year old men out there. So you they show up. You had a chance.
4: I told you. All right, you go marry your lover, and you had a chance, and you and you came back to us. You know what
2: you're going to do? You're gonna, you're going to push me to take the Chiefs this week. Seems like a and broken. Is that what I wanted? Seems do, like a broken you're relationship
4: now. Yeah. Not pushing me. Now who are you with?
2: I was with the Niners. I was in it for you. <laughs> it doesn't feel like you want me. You don't want me. I'll, I'll go.
4: <laughs> I just. I think you have you have some thinking to do. I, I got hope, no I hope you're happy to together.
5: Do.
3: You had a chance to be pants down with the with the lions, your sexy lions, your mistress on the side. And you said, no, no, no. I'm going to pull those pants right up, and I'm going to go to the lions. I
1: thought I – th- And okay. guess where you are Can now? I tell you
2: my rationale? No.
3: I don't want to hear your uh, rationale because guess what now? Now you're going to have your pants down on a billboard. Yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. On a billboard. <laughs> like that'll ever happen.
2: Oh, it's happening. Okay. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to will it. Okay. Mentally you get and financially. a car. You, you, you're going to will me being well, on a billboard? Listen, wow.
3: it, it would be nice if every if every dealership didn't try to take advantage of me. <laughs> wow. Now I'm not just going to give in. Just out there.
2: What? I'm going to give into it. Not no, sure. I know. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna hold, your, hold your spot. Not How sure. Hold everybody around you is running into the house. So you're like, no, nope. <laughs> No. You're protecting I am not the gonna moat. I get it. I, refuse. I love it. I will
3: call every dealership I have to call until I get the deal that I want.
2: I believe that to be true r j is this is this cute is this nasty this this guy in Orlando on the line
0: um
4: I think we'll think it's cute you I hope he's nasty yeah I'm not sure all you'll, right you'll you know, let's bring him in
2: Alex in Orlando Alex good morning You're on hey
6: Dave uh Rick love both of you
2: guys been listening to you guys for a long time Dave I just wanted to say
7: about this couple I, I get I get
5: small small kicking five. Teams. Rick, you look like you just handed twenty dollars like candy. So if that's just my two cents. I love you both. Why in the world I, do, you the why, why do you think I'm cheap? Why do you think I'm cheap
1: with the I valet? Well,
8: but... uh, oh, I sounded... think you
3: said you're not a big tipper.
8: No,
2: but I, I don't do like $10 like you. When I when I park in the lot on Tuesdays, I give them $3. Is that awful?
3: Oh, no, I don't think it's awful, no.
2: I mean, I, I give Catalina... $1, $2 every single day for like a one two dollars order. Is that awful?
3: No, that's nice. And you've got a relationship with him now. So I think it's, I mean, you should tip him a little bit more.
2: I mean, so I don't understand. No, I just think he, I mean, he listens to the show a lot. You seem hesitant at times, and I'm not. Well, because you, you, I mean, let, let's be honest. You're rich. I'm not rich. That has nothing to do with it. Of course it does. No, it doesn't. I'm not throwing off $10 tips to the valet when I put my car in the garage. I'm not doing it.
3: Well, I don't, I go five and five.
2: What does that five, mean? Five and five.
3: Uh, five when I park it, and then five when I take it.
2: Okay, uh, uh, so so Raymond, five when he parks it, five when he takes it, would be how much of a tip?
6: It's a ten, nice ten dollars. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm not, I'm not doing it on principle alone. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but let's let's not pretend that the, it's the principle of him not knowing where the Dean Dome was <laughs> that that that's the reason. Come on now. Well, what are you talking about? The valet you were talking about still right? Yeah, but that, but that. That, I just
2: asked the valet. The, we didn't have a car park there. Yeah, but had that valet known just for his time, he said, "Here's the five bucks."
3: No, I would not.
2: I, I appreciate you. I, I'm I'm going to tip people for conversation now. Yes. Could you imagine that? I'd I'd have thousands of dollars thrown at me on a daily basis. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should try it. Maybe, maybe you get so. So, I mean, if, every time I said something witty or winning or 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 comedic or informative, hold if your I had money thrown at me, hold, I wouldn't know what to do. Hold I your hand know out. That would do time. with all the money.
6: Hold your hand out every time you think you say something witty, and, and let's see what happens. Maybe people throw wads of cash in there. Oh, he cramp up. He thinks every everything he
2: says is.
3: Witty. He <laughs> I, I have, I listen have listen a
6: high comedy threshold. I mean, I, I bring a lot of great stuff to the table. You know, what I think is amazing. Just hold but, your hand out, like Rob. Um, Rob Schneider in Home Alone. You know what's amazing to me? Rob Schneider was in Home Alone, second one.
2: Oh, okay. Is that? And this is this is not meant to be.
3: This is not nasty. This is actually oh, a compliment. Yeah, right. Right. No, this is a compliment.
2: If you say it's not nasty, you know it's going to be. Oh, nasty. I don't want it to be
3: misconstrued. I don't want this to be misconstrued. Is that Raymond and I every Thursday, sometimes on Wednesday, we'll spend I don't know, thirty, forty five minutes on the open, right? Trying to put together a and game. it's and it's great. The crazy part is, is you have no idea what's going to come out of your mouth. You open the show, hey, it's Monday, you're not, you're not dead, and it's just as fun and it's funny,
6: verbatim. It's he literally Ten seconds from turning the microphone yes. on me, he says, "I don't know what we're going to talk about today." It's Monday, you're not dead. Well, because
2: I said it a few weeks ago, and you found it to be funny, so I thought it would kind of, I'd make it my thing. I like it. You've made it to another Monday. Hey, you're listening to the show. You're not dead. You win. <laughs> right?
3: That's so good. I think maybe that's your thing, though.
2: You're not dead. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You're not yeah. dead. Yeah. Let's go to Carl in Queens. Hi, Carl. You're on
8: 98.7. Good morning, boys. So great not to be dead today, by the way. See, there you go, and, Carl. Um... I love it. And uh, I have a quick point about um, the Super Bowl, if you allow me, after my uh, LeBron point. Sure. But um, Ray tweeted a picture about uh, with LeBron with uh, Nick's towel on his back. My God, what a troll job by him. Seriously. And um, so the only two negatives I can think about. Troll job by, by about, LeBron or troll job by Ray? Yes. No, by LeBron. Okay. The two negatives I can only think about. One. He is a great facilitator, right? He put it on display quite clearly at MSG. But we already have our great facilitator in JB. And the second one is he, he locks in on defense when he chooses, right? And he did in the fourth quarter against us. And that's not really going to fly with tips. So I don't, I don't know how else. There's so many Knicks fans that don't want him. I'm so amazed by it. I would say more Knicks
2: fans don't want him than do. Probably yeah. It's well, that's going spite happen. though.
3: Remember, that's out of spite though too. It's the same. I was listening to some stuff on Friday too. It's the same thing. It's the hey, you had your chance.
2: Oh please, why did well, you hang up on him? He said he had an NFL comment to get into. Sounded like you were done. Sorry. No. Why
3: would why would it be Ray trolling anybody? Ray was pointing out that LeBron was trolling Knicks fans. You jack wagon.
2: Well, I didn't know what this guy was saying. I want a clarification. No, I I get it. I get it. I mean, Ray has the tendency to be a little trollish, and I thought maybe Ray was throwing it out there. Like, yeah, you but know.
3: Ray doesn't troll. Like, Ray is a Cowboys troll. He does not do the – he's not an NBA troll, really. Okay. I don't think there's anything
2: wrong with me questioning the situation.
3: Well, Ray knows what LeBron's trying to do. Ray, Ray's, Ray's on to him. What is LeBron trying to do? Well, just the whole thing with the hourglass, then talking about, you know, it's crossed his mind to be on the Knicks at some point, he's got the Knicks towel It's on, exactly
6: but- like you said. LeBron is fully aware of everything that's being said about him, and he enjoys every moment. That's all. He knows that Stephen A. was talking about LeBron going to the
3: Knicks and everything else.
2: I, I am stunned. Stunned. And I know it's not going to happen, and we'll we'll hear from Windhorst in a moment saying it's it's not going to happen. Stunned that more of Knicks nation would not be excited about bringing in LeBron.
3: I'm telling you, a lot of people feel like he he snubbed them when he had the opportunity, when he did the decision, and he had his chance, and now we're going to get the... Rick, Rick. I, that was 14 years ago. I get it. They hold a grudge, and now we're going to get him, you know, when he's past his prime.
2: It, it, I mean, past his prime short, is he still great?
3: I think, yeah, I think he's still great. But you just have, I mean, I think a lot of people look at it as like, okay, we got one, you know, we got a chance here to make this one big move. We're set up perfectly. Do you make that move on a guy who's only going to give you a couple years? I mean, Jets just did it. Hasn't worked out for the Jets yet.
2: Right? I, I would do it, man. I would do it. And, and I, I don't think it's going to happen. Here, here's Winhorse. Any chance LeBron to the Knicks is ever going
8: to happen?
7: What I would say to the Knicks fan, while you're looking for the big name to come to New York, I wouldn't necessarily look for a 39 year old. I'd want a 29 year old. I felt three years ago. I remember during the pandemic saying, Boy, when the pandemic lifts, I, the Knicks are going to be. I can't explain why star players have not wanted to be on the Knicks. You want an example of why people want to come to New York, look at what's going on with Jalen, although he's very oddly undervalued. My instincts are that this is not, this natural order will be restored, that people will want to play in the biggest media market at the Garden, where even a little bit of success, you know, carries you for a lifetime, but I thought that years ago. So, I don't think LeBron has any regrets about how he handled his career. When he chose against the Knicks in 2010, it was obviously the right decision. When he went back to Cleveland, it was obviously the right decision, and he's now gone to the Lakers and had a great run there and got a championship. I don't think he has any regrets about it, and I think he wants to live the rest of his life in Los Angeles, and he wants to make the $51 million next year. But I do think that the Knicks' horizon is infinite. I think that they're they're, they're an incredibly intriguing team this year, especially if they can wiggle their way to that number two seat, You know, it really opens up a lot of possibilities.
2: All right, very intriguing. Is LeBron going to wind up here? Very unlikely.
7: Yeah, no.
3: No, he's not. Not to mention the fact that LeBron is building like a $100 million mansion in
2: uh, L.A. He's got to be worth over a billion dollars, right? Uh, that's right. God.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, you talk about, I mean, in the history of sports, a player that came, you know, came out of school at his high school with the kind of expectations that actually met or exceeded the expectations, the way that LeBron has.
2: Like, I mean, he's he is he, he might be. It's well, incredible. Who who else has had expectations like that? Did Tiger have those expectations? Yeah. He did, right? Yep. Did Gretzky have those? Um, to
3: be the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah, probably.
2: I mean, he he wasn't he playing when he was like twelve, playing with seventeen year olds and dominating. Yeah. Like he was kind of a prodigy.
3: You're talking, yeah, you're talking about the 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 goats. But I'm I mean, just trying to think who else. Connor McDavid mean, had expectations like that. Sidney Crosby has had expectations like that. Right. I'll give you hockey ones. I mean, Ovechkin came with. no one ever thought that Ovechkin would would potentially break Wayne Gretzky's goal record, but
2: nobody in football though. I mean, even the greats weren't weren't. I mean, Peyton Manning Peyton had I, high expectations. Peyton had high expect, but but obviously Brady didn't. Mahomes didn't.
3: No, not not the way that LeBron did. I mean, LeBron was. The, I mean, they were showing his high school. Games I mean, like he, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? And he's probably and he, dude, he's he's exceeded the expectations, man.
1: I uh, his, he's a, Yes,
3: his, he has. Like in his mind, like I'm sure he's always said he's chasing you know the ghost of Michael Jordan. It'd be hard to change people that are just Michael Jordan guys. Like that's just going to be a fight that that's going to be a tough one to win. But I mean. Financially, what he's been able to do business-wise, championships, longevity. Like, the longevity of this guy?
2: It's, it's amazing.
3: He's been doing it for well over 20 years now. And the whole idea that he wouldn't like, like, he, he, he's not, like, he plays defense when he wants to play defense. Yeah, right, he does, because his goal is to win a championship. He's not going to kill himself during the regular season. I right, second quarter
2: that, against the, the Charlotte Hornets. You're not going to get LeBron, you know, diving out of bounds for a loose ball.
3: No, but you saw it in the fourth quarter of the game. I mean, there was that one play that they kept showing where he locked up Jalen. Like, and, I mean, he, when he wants to.
2: Yes. And, and it's, when it's he winning wants time, to. he can do it. Now, I will say this Knicks bring in LeBron, Randall comes back, or even if you don't have Randall and OG comes back and he's healthy, I like my chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals then.
3: Right, but that's not going to happen. I know. But I, I, here's the thing, though. Okay?
2: It's fun to dream.
3: I know it's fun to dream, but let's also take a step back and recognized that when we had Wendy on our show a couple of years ago and we asked him these questions about, you know, superstars coming to New York, why was there hesitation? Uh, what could the Knicks do? And he pretty much laughed at us. He's like, well, because they don't want to come by themselves. Cause, and if it doesn't go well, like who wants, to, who wants to get, you know, ridiculed the way that you'll get ridiculed if you can't make it happen? And on top of that, you guys have nothing to give away. There's none of, like none of the guys that you have on your team, your young players are, are descending, they're not ascending.
2: Right. The whole narrative has changed now.
0: Completely changed.
2: Yes. Where now it's an attractive landing spot. We just got to find the guy to land.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
1: legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the D.P.A. and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dude. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I think we bring in Shooter, because I forgot to bring this up today. Shooter in Stanford remembered, and we have we'll, we'll let him leapfrog the conversation. Hi, Shooter, you're on ninety eight seven.
5: Good morning, boys. Good morning, company. How are you guys?
2: Good morning, Shooter. How you doing, buddy?
5: I'm good. Uh, I wanted to bring up Carl Weathers. You know, he was a huge part of all of our childhoods. He was, uh, I think, he was a very good actor, and people, most people, didn't know right he was a football player. Because he was such a good actor. I feel like he did a good job. He wasn't robotic. And he made, if you think about it, right, three iconic movies. Rocky. Yep. and in, uh, in, like, cinematic movies. He did Predator, top ten action movie. And he did uh, Happy Gilmore, of course, where I got my nickname from. Shooter. A uh, top comedic movie. And Dave, of course, you'll probably know the one movie he starred in was what?
2: The movie started with Action Jackson.
5: Boom. You're good, I, Dave. You're good.
2: Yeah, with Craig T. Nelson and Sharon Stone
5: and and Vanity uh, as well. That, very good. Very good, Dave. It's all in the hips, baby. It's all in the hips. You, you cooked them a soy, Dostamika, and uh, you're an expendable asset, Dutch. I used you to get the job done. He will be missed, guys. He will be missed.
2: he will be missed yeah i was I was really listen, it happens all the time, Rick, that you know someone that we know and we're familiar we like passes away. Car weathers hit hard though it did I mean it's something you've seen in so many movies that you've loved He's part of your childhood,
3: yeah, that was a tough one, I mean, they're always tough, but you're right, like I mean it's it, you talk about I mean the movies that like the iconic movies apollo and then even. Chubbs Peterson, damn alligator. I mean, how many times have I said I can't even tell you how many
2: times I've said you say that. it a million times. You know what's interesting, too, is that he went from being the villain to being a hero in, in the Rocky movies. Yes.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's just, dude, he was a really good actor, man.
2: He, w- he was a good actor. It it really is a shame. And, and you know what? Firstly, I had no idea. I don't know if he was sick or not. But he wasn't old. 76 is not old.
3: It is not that old, no. It is not. So... Especially when I got Nana Ginny at 94 calling my phone 500 times yelling at me yesterday. Why was she yelling at you? Where's your mother? Uh, I, I don't know, Nan. I, yeah. How come she doesn't answer her phone? I was like, I don't know why she doesn't answer her phone. Maybe you could ask her that.
2: Tell her to call me. Do you want to talk to me? No. Okay. You should just be thrilled that you that you have a grandmother at 94.
3: I am. Four. That's why I answered the phone. I thought she'd be happy that I answered it. She, right. That, she calls my phone and then asks who it is. <laughs> I answer. She goes, who is this? I was like... Uh,
2: you called You called me
3: Who do you think it is Is this Ricky
2: I was like yeah it's me I answered my phone Right <laughs> I like that <laughs> Hello Who is this <laughs> Yeah she's like mad I'm like why are you mad You called me Because she's 94 Right I think when you When you get to that age You you know you can be mad You, you can do whatever you want When you get it, to that age And she does hey, What power kind of health her. Is in, Dude Like uh,
3: uh, she is the epitome of health
2: Is she still living by herself
3: Uh, yeah, she lives in assisted living.
2: So she's not living by herself then?
3: No. No, no. So she has, like, I mean, she'd like to be living at her house by herself, but she couldn't do it. She's too, I mean, 94 is too old for her.
2: So she gets her meals prepared and laundry Uh, done? Ah, meals prepared, yep. That's nice. I'd like to go into assisted living.
3: Make sure she looks good because she wants to, you know, make sure she looks nice for all the, uh. The male employees. What
2: what what is the social scene there? Like the the dating scene at the assisted living. Uh,
3: I don't think this uh, this particular uh, facility has a much of a dating scene. They're very very gossipy. They're very gossipy.
2: Uh huh. There's a lot does, going on. Does she on. partake in the gossip?
3: Loves the gossip. Knows everything that's going on.
2: She I think i would be up. great in this kind of facility.
3: She passes out candy for information.
2: Oh really? Like yeah. you like a, a little package of M and M's, and you start garnering details. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like she's like, "Hey Cheryl, I need some. I'm gonna need some candy here." And then then she's they
2: have a she's, bookie in the.
3: Uh... I you know Nana Ginny loves to gamble, I right? We found out to, uh, she was going to underground gambling establishments because they had uh, delicious Danish. <laughs> Nana Ginny's wild, man. I'm telling you, I think Nana Ginny and I would have a hell of a time on the town. I think new you and Nana Ginny. Uh, well, she'd end up killing you probably, but for the uh, the beginning, you guys get along great.
2: What? What do you mean she'd kill me? Why would she kill me? Uh, it's just that it,
3: I think you'd frustrate her at some point, and she'd probably get a little physical with you.
6: Does he have E.D.? <laughs> oh, it's so clever. Look at us.
3: I mean, you're talking about a woman who was frustrated with my grandfather. She took all the furniture and threw it down the basement.
2: Back roads, you know, like Okachaki or whatever it is in Florida.
3: Yeah, you start you start talking about Lake Okachaki,
2: and there's no such thing. That'd be Brian and Huntungton. You'd probably catch one. That wasn't me. It was RJ messed up.
4: <laughs> so this would be an interesting situation, though, because Sherry... Is is the yin to your yang. Yes. She doesn't push back. This would be someone where you would start to get animated and she would like throw a stapler at your head.
2: You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. I think this
4: would be an interesting mix. Yeah, but she's also f- like 45 years older than Doesn't you. matter. I think she'd take you. No, she would destroy would she,
2: you. Would she put me into into the will? No. No? No chance.
4: I think you'd have to worry about your will. I think she would. she'd probably be a threat to you. That's what I'm saying.
3: She'd probably take out a large life insurance policy on you, and then somehow you And just then kill just, me. you disappear. <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening. Your, your grandmother's in the mafia. Uh, no, I don't think she's in the mafia.
2: She knows people that, that know probably. people. She probably knows some
3: people.
2: Uh, the Michael Case Show is going to be live from UBS uh, Arena this Thursday, February the 8th, before the Islanders face off and take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're giving away eight pairs of lower bowl tickets plus one pair of premium club seats at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by the New York Islanders for full contest rules. Go to ESPNNewYork.com. Lightning, lightning, lightning!
6: <laughs> that
2: That's a lot of tickets, by the way. It is a lot of tickets. Eight pairs of lower bowl tickets plus one pair of premium club seats? That's nice. That's big-time stuff. Big-time stuff. Um... So let's let's start to do a little football conversation. Of course, we'll go around the league at 7.45, and at 8.15, we'll do the frenzy. We didn't have football this weekend. Have you started to think about will we see a, a better start for the Niners this week? Where are you leaning? I'm not asking who you're taking. Where are you leaning as we start the conversation now?
3: It's funny because I've been with Kansas City the entire time, and I was kind of taken off guard when it opened up at it opened up with the Niners being favored by two and a half. Right. It's like, well, what have what have you seen from the Niners so far this this postseason to think that they should be favored in this game? Nothing. Nothing. So that number goes all the way back down to one because I think everyone was on the Chiefs. As soon as it went to one, it goes back to one and a half. And now I'm kinda like, I don't I don't know at
2: this point. I feel I feel very much the same as you do. Because I feel like Kansas City has clearly been the better team. They've had the tougher road. They've played better football. Um but but I, I, I'm, I'm confused at why, like if you ask me honestly, what should the spread be on this game, I would say Chiefs by a field goal. May, maybe two. The fact that San Francisco is favorite gives me legitimate pause because I don't I don't know why. They've done nothing this postseason. They had a, they had two comebacks, great comeback against Detroit. I take nothing away from them. But you step up in class if you're San Francisco, and the quarterback play goes from Jordan Lovell was good, right? To Jared Goff, who was good, to Patrick Mahomes, who's on a different level. And now it's Andy Reid. And I'm sure Andy Reid's not gonna be making decisions like Dan Campbell made. I, I don't know. I just I wanna see the Niners win. I think as far as who I think is gonna win, I, I think and it could change certainly and it might. I- I'm I'm leaning Chiefs right now.
3: See, but that's my problem though. Like what I've seen, what my eyes tell me, and the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes, like it should be it should it should be the Chiefs. So why are the Niners favored in this
2: game? I, I, I can't give you that answer. Because I guess the Niners have been the best team all year long. Yeah, but
3: what does that mean, though? It's not about being the best I, I team know. during the regular season. I mean, they, you saw what they, their defense looked like against Green Bay. And you saw what their defense looked like against Detroit. Biggest difference now is, is that it's not Jordan Love and it's not Jared Goff. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. On top of that, it's Spags defensively. And Kansas City's defense is a big-time step up from Green Bay's defense and Detroit's defense.
2: Absolutely it is. So so all those reasons, shouldn't they make you feel in, in, in immensely confident in taking the Chiefs in this game? It, yes. But yes, it won't. And I
3: don't know why there's hesitation right now for me. My only hesitation is do – and it shouldn't because this is a team that just – I mean, the the defending champions. I mean, they won the Super Bowl last season. Like, it does – do some of the mistakes because they've been – Damn near perfect. Like the things that caused the Chiefs' problems this regular season with the penalties, um, you know, both tackles struggling, the drop passes. You haven't seen any of that stuff in the postseason yet. Does that creep up? Why would you? Well, why would you think it would creep up? I, I don't know. So, so why then? So what is that? We had Rex on. Rex can can Steve Wilkes fix this defense by the time we get to the Super Bowl? No. Nope. I could sit, I was sitting at home watching it on television without the all 22. I could tell you exactly what they were doing on defense.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it feels like you lean Kansas City, which makes you concerned that you'd feel that confident. 1 800 919 3776. Here we go, people. We're going to go around the league. We're going to go to the frenzy. We got the top of the hour ID. We got your calls 1 800 919 3776. D&R 987 ESPN.
3: All right, Raymond. Listen up, buddy. No, don't. You know what, don't, because you've been doing good with the Nuggets. This is not for you. Just listen anyway. Score a touchdown. Everything needs to line up perfectly, no different than finding the person that you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what Michael K. did. Visit the Engagement Experts at London Jewelers. They're going to make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick a design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right, so visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the Mall at Short Hills. Mention Michael K. told you to stop by, and you, too, will get the Michael K. treatment.
1: Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You
2: should have heard what he said to me at the commercial break, Rick. You should have heard what Raymond said to me. I'd like to hear it. I can't say it. It was that nasty. Huh? It was that nasty. I leave for two seconds and Raymond says nasty thing. uh, You know, let's play the pyramid. Don't answer, okay? Okay. Lady of the night.
4: Okay.
2: Is what he called me. RJ, were you not taken aback by what he said
4: about me? I was taken aback. I think that's a proper phrasing. I felt we were just having a, a conversation, and then you you let us down a path. and But Ray, I let us
6: nowhere. Ray, Ray, Ray didn't like it. Ray, I, I'm going to give you this I don't think to... I don't think RJ disagrees with me. Really? I don't think RJ disagrees. He won't come out and say it, but... I think that's how, RJ, do you feel like that as well?
4: I, I think maybe in the past you've had moments uh, of which Ray described. Currently, I'd say probably not, but I'd say in the past, I mean, I don't know, you, you've you got some stories. What does that mean? I I think you know what it means. I think you've had- I'm am a I'm an upstanding citizen. Currently.
2: I pay my taxes. Currently. I have insurances.
6: I have insurance. I, insurances. <laughs> like it.
2: No, I have. I mean, I have health insurance. I have yeah. life insurance. I have all the insurances I need. Like, how dare you talk to me like well, that?
6: Well, you're
4: talking in the present tense of right. which I of which I agree with you. I think what we're saying is in a past life. I'm not sure. have even past life. Past past years of this life. I, I'm not sure that's always been the case.
6: Well, I've had insurance for a very long time.
4: Well, that's great for the insurance. I'm glad you're properly that's, insured.
6: That's an adult thing to do. Yeah, I got whole
2: insurance. I, I got. I got. You know. Term insurance—that's good. I, I let's let My venture. whole family has health insurance. <laughs> we have got dental insurance. That's good. What exactly, is whole insurance. Yeah, you can bar, borrow off of it. Oh, okay. So,
3: yeah. so,
4: so that's really good, though. I'm just saying. In the past, though, uh, let's go outside the realm of insurance. Let's travel like outside. Like Jenna Jameson, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and, and I have issues. Oh, he has issues also. I know.
2: His issues guy. He could lie on a couch for the next month, and they wouldn't be able to tackle the beginning of his issues. <laughs>
3: This is why I don't lay on the coach.
2: And and then and then you you made sexual bookmarks, Mister DPH. That's right. And I made a lot of money for them. <laughs> uh, you should have seen the smiles on people's faces with I'm the sure. bookmarks. Yeah, I'm sure because they were probably horrified of you. <laughs> oh Go ahead, R J. How else am I broken? So much more.
4: No, I, I don't think currently you're, you're nearly. I'm just saying, like before we got our hands on you, I think I think you're in the the right space. Also, if you didn't do this for a career, like if you were an accountant. And You
2: You think i cook the books?
4: No, I, th- I think people just wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, you might. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if you're skimming off the top, uh, how much you owe people money. R- I, R- so, so you don't think highly of me at all? No, I think that- I'm per- a very honorable guy. Yeah, the, I'm. what I'm saying is I think very highly of you, the person you are right now. I'm just saying the person that before I knew you and we knew you, I think that guy is-
2: How long have you been at the station?
4: uh 11 years in march
2: okay so you've known me for uh, uh, approaching 11 years correct yeah you were the first host uh i i worked with uh, did we get along famously from from
4: the jump yeah all right so what, what where's this come from i was a man in my 30s at that point so 35 and under when did you move here back back here i know you're from here but 36
2: um, no
4: seven? 37 so pre-37 I, I just i have questions about that those years
2: what are you th- looking for?
4: I think there's still stuff we don't know.
3: I don't, very no, on no show. don't do that. Don't do that. Because no. Because there have been plenty of times we've been sitting in the studio during commercial breaks and we ask you some random question and you come out with like a a a statement that catches us all like Did he just say that?
2: Because <laughs> yes. I've lived a good life.
6: Yeah, we just want, we want to know more about it, that. Yeah, a we, fun life. We
0: just want to know more about yeah, that
2: life. I like to I like to do stuff. I think you've done a lot of stuff. I've done a lot, I've done of, a lot of fun
6: stuff. And so for you guys just, to mean, frown
2: upon
3: that. I don't think anyone's frowning upon it. I think well, it you should have heard what he called me. I heard what well, he, he called me. That's you. not now, frowning
6: upon it. It's just, you know, he's just pointing something stayed, out. Yeah, kind of stayed in the obvious. No, yeah,
2: whatever. All right, let, let's get to some of these calls. 1 Brian in Manhattan. Brian, good morning.
5: Good morning, Dave. And and I'm I'm going to preface this by saying that I've listened to you as a solo guy. For many, many years, and I listen to DNR, it, it's not every morning, most every morning, as I get ready for work. I think that the LeBron take that you and Rick had today is one of the worst things I've ever heard. It, it's as if you don't know basketball. It's as if you don't know Nick fans. It's as if you don't really know what makes them tick right now. LeBron is 38, 39, 40. Rick, you're giving him credit. For playing part-time defense, that he's being smart. Imagine if other Knicks on that team had that ideology, playing for. We don't Tito. have we don't have don't other Knicks he...
3: that are LeBron
2: James.
5: Yeah, no, we got Brunson. I actually like Brunson and Randall better. I like you, the you team. like so so. Okay, Please.
2: let me ask you this, Brian. Let me ask you a question
5: because I think you're a good
2: caller. We've had conversations in the past. I'm not going to uh, you know demean you in any way. If I if, if the Knicks could trade Julius Randall for LeBron James, would you do it? No. Oh, I mean, I...
5: I I don't. It's crazy. Dave, Dave, come on, guys. You're you're not just a fan, but you're a student of the game. Look at what the Knicks do on the court now. Look at what the Knicks do that makes the fans want to see them. Defense. Defense. These are team ball play, ball movement. LeBron right now is great for 39, but he's 39. And, And more than half the possessions... He has been, he has been re- described by smarter people than me as being horrific on defense, as essentially not playing defense. You cannot be the Knicks, as they're currently constituted, with Thibodeau as a coach and have a guy like that on your team. And it has nothing to do with him, you know, turning us down. You're saying it's 14 years ago. I don't even remember how long ago it was. But that's got nothing to do with it. I think you need to give Knicks fans a little more credit for not wanting LeBron. It's because he's a terrible fit.
2: I, I don't agree with that. And if you say it's one of the worst takes I've ever had, then then so be it. You, you're telling me you wouldn't try. I mean, Julius Randle, you could argue, is not a great fit.
3: The problem with the whole thing is, is I get what he's saying. I mean, uh, the New York Knicks fans love this team. They love the fact that it's, you know, it's it's a hardworking, gritty, resilient team. Yeah, they are. But that's,
2: like at a certain point, that's not going to be enough. Of course not. And you love this team now. You love this team when they're beating up on the charlotte's of the world and you know they've then they've had some great wins i just is this sustainable in a best of seven against milwaukee i don't i don't know the answer to that no I, for I, all the people for all listen and you know this because you're
3: you're the opposite of me in this i i'm a i'm a big time julius Randle guy you're not we get to the playoffs even if he's dealing with coming back from the dislocated shoulder and he's nobody, not nobody good. nobody cares and he's not good Okay, we'll call back and and let's talk about how people feel about Julius Randle on the team at that point.
2: I think what's happening is you're catching the Knicks at the apex, which is awesome. And they're playing sensational basketball, and it's all clicking, and Brunson and DiVincenzo. what happens if you show up to a playoff series and in some manner you don't have Julius Randle? And they're going to do what they did in the fourth quarter to Jalen Brunson in the first quarter and the second quarter. And again, Brunson's awesome. But do you have enough to get by the upper echelon teams? And I would say probably not. Let me ask you a question, though. Does is,
3: does Jalen Brunson play great defense?
2: No. Does Julius Randle play great defense? No, I never thought Julius Randle was, was a great defender by any stretch.
3: No. It's the, I mean, as a unit, with the addition of OG, they're, they're a really good defensive team. Josh, Josh
2: Hart plays good defense. Right.
3: Hartenstein works his bag off every single possession. Like, yes, they, they have guys on this team that play. Great defense. And this team works works as hard as, if not harder than anyone in the NBA. But to, to say that LeBron James, even at 39 years old, would not be an upgrade
2: over Julius Randle is crazy. Uh, Anthony, in Brooklyn. Good morning, Anthony. Hey, good
7: morning, fellas. Oh my God, I love you. We I love you. Can't do it without you. I, I'm not even an- Anthony. So I'm so glad we're gonna have the app. But I you just should. want to shout out to Anthony. I'm Antonia. so happy that A- they're and winning. You hear me at all? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay.
2: You you say you love us. You should hear last Tuesday what Rick said about you. He said he... What
7: did he say?
2: Quote, I adore Antonia.
7: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, fellas, I'm so happy that the Knicks are doing good. My husband is giving me his credit card with a smile on his face. Maybe this year him is spiked. We'll get to rejoice. I'm just so happy. I'm so glad that the Knicks is doing something. It's about time. And I love you guys. Thanks for taking my call. Rick, you are a hoot.
2: Oh, thank you. That's, see? And that's why he adores you. And what thank you phone for the call, call Anthony. She's lovely.
3: What a beautiful phone
2: call. So what, what does that mean? She gets the credit card because the Knicks are doing well? Yeah. Because well, so the husband just... is such a good mood that she gets the credit yes. card? With a smile on his face, post yeah. like and really says, "Just go, go splurge."
3: Yeah, because everything's good in the world.
2: Nick's playing good basketball. Really good basketball. What do we have? We we have what? Memphis tomorrow night. Yeah. Dallas Thursday. Yep. Dallas Thursday. We're going or no? Uh, he. Uh huh. Because now, now it's only a couple days away. So now you can you can back you out of it.
3: No, I thought that it's a couple days away. I told you it's a big week. uh... It's a Big hockey weekend right. coming up here, so so, so it's not happening. Uh, this it still could happen. If any day going to happen, it would be Thursday.
2: Um, how about the Wednesday lunch for Raymond's big fortieth? Uh
3: I'd like it to happen. I'd like that. That <laughs> doesn't have, sound good. Well, listen, i I have I have Raymond's present, which is the first step. I'm very excited about it, and then if I can make uh, the brunch happen, I'll make the
4: brunch happen.
2: Well, RJ, yes, Dave. Here's what I'd like to throw out there. Mm-hmm. We we do the brunch.
4: So even sans Rick
2: potentially. I mean, we, we want Rick. We're emphatic that we would love him to join us. We need to celebrate Raymond's birthday. So if Rick can, amazing. If he can't, I think we have to go through and still have the, the get-together.
4: So Wednesday, regardless, after show,
6: outing. If Raymond gives us the okay. Raymond? Hey, listen, if you guys are prepared, then, then so am I. I'm more than happy to... Uh, Do the brunch. We're going to get
2: Winthrop to go. We're going to get Mike Brownshirt to go. The three of us are going to go. Maybe, hopefully, Rick is going to go. We'll invite Debbie Duhame to go. And away we go.
3: Sounds like a beautiful time. Beautiful time. I
2: hope you're there. What what would you put the odds are on you attending? Uh, Me? Yeah.
3: I like to set the expectations very low. (laughs) Very, very low.
2: So what would you say the odds are that you attend?
3: Uh, 15%. So you're not going. Well, no, I'm just setting the expectations very low.
2: RJ, he's not going, right? That's
4: so he's either gonna. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how to approach this here because the the, the bar is like non-existent, it's like on the floor. Right. I mean, you're not going.
2: Just do you not want to go? No, I want to go. So if you want to go, you should. The number should be higher than fifteen percent. I'm, I'm trying to
3: be realistic with you. And also, I do look like a hero if I go, if I, you know, no, no,
2: no. Uh, there, I'm telling you right now, if we go on this brunch, we're going to go on the brunch and, and Rick goes last minute. Do not let him pose as a hero in this scenario. No way. He's really
4: building up the moment. So we're going to like walk out of the studio that day and like the brunch is going to be to the left and the parking garage is going to be to the right. We're going to have to wait to see what Rick does.
2: I'm
3: not. How exciting is that though? How much more exciting is that than me just saying, yes, I'm going to the brunch.
2: Tell you what also, I'm not taking the elevator down with you.
3: Good. Uh, when was the last time you took the elevator down with me anyway?
2: No, I don't because it's, right, it's, it's one of the stupidest, you know, things people are supposed to do.
3: No, we're peeing at the same time. All you got to do is wait like 35 more seconds.
2: I, I wanted to go. I was done. I got in the elevator. I took it down to the ground floor, and I walked to my car. All I didn't right. Need, I, didn't, I didn't need an extra 30 seconds with you. I just fine. spent four and a half hours with you. Fine.
3: You know what? Fine. You don't want to spend extra time with me. That's fine. Everyone else in the, in the, in the whole in the office thinks it's weird. I'm you not the only one.
2: You know what? We have the most dysfunctional office in the history of of offices.
6: Uh, Raymond, you find it weird? It's a little I, – I, I'm not sure I'm going to use the term dysfunctional, but uh, it's a little It's a you little. I think it's weird that have just ran up like he'll just go down the elevator by
3: himself
2: without me. Well, no. I, we're in the bathroom together. I finish first. I go out. I press the button. The elevator comes. I jump in it, and I take it down to the ground floor. That's weird after spending four-plus hours with him already.
6: That's you see, weird. You seem just really anxious to get out of here. I'm, y- yes, I want to go home. How do with, I further I myself with, in any way by taking an elevator
2: down to the ground floor with him? It's a bad polite. Look for you. It's yeah, polite. It's a bad look. It's a bad look for you.
3: Whatever. It speaks to who you are as a person and as a friend.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: That's what it speaks to.
2: Okay. You, you know what? You know what speaks to you? Huh? No, I don't want. I, I make mean, going to say no. it anyway. Well, I'm I'm not going to be nasty because I'm not that kind of guy. What? So next a- time.
3: So next time, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait. I'm gonna do what you do. I'm gonna pee as fast as I can and I'm gonna run out and get to Don't the wait. And you I'll think I care? Stairs. Maybe Good. I'll take
2: the stairs. Good. I don't care if, if, you, if you if you if you if you you know shuttle down the side of the building. I mean, when I'm this, done in I, the bathroom, after spending four plus hours with you, I'm getting in the elevator and I'm going home. Maybe and the I fact ro- that you need your handheld. Okay, Rick, let's take the, the elevator and hand handheld together, and then we walk out to door. Okay, bye, bye, bye. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm not there for it. Maybe. Maybe this.
3: Weird. Maybe I jumped through that little piece of the wall that I know where to jump through when the fire marshal told me that you don't know about because you don't ever show up to the fire meetings.
2: Good. Yeah. You know what? No, I'll take the elevator. You go through the, through the walls. Uh,
3: how about this, though? What if What if one day you decide, because I don't want to spend any more time with you, you take the elevator. It gets stuck. Now you're in the elevator by yourself. I call for And you don't have help. me in there to help you.
2: You ever thought I, of that? Never have, no.
4: Never right. Till the elevator never. gets well, stuck. There's
2: a, there's a phone in the elevator.
4: Doesn't matter. No, it's outside the elevator. Outside the elevator. Yeah, you would know that if you're at the meetings. Well, I start fire,
2: banging fire on the marshal. doors. Fire I'm marshal. stuck in you. here. Help me.
3: No one's coming to get you. Well, you know, normally I, I would, but not now.
2: I, I curl up in the fetal position and I, and I pray that somebody opens the elevator door at some point. What am I going to do with you in there? What do you mean? What am I going to do with Because you I know what's going to happen? We're going to be in there. He's going to panic. He's going to be like, be, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Uh, no, I usually no. eat every 10 minutes. No, no.
3: I have, I, have, I have sustenance in my bag. I'll jump right up to the top of that. I'll shimmy up the uh, the cable. <laughs> All of a sudden,
2: I'm gonna Bruce Willis in the elevator. <laughs> I'll get his help. Great. You know, I'll always to spring it to action. You can be the the, the Dennis Hopper in in the, whatever movie that was.
3: But now I refuse. I will not go in the elevator with you ever again.
2: Great. You know. You know what? I'm gonna make this promise right now. I I you're not welcome in my elevator. Oh. See you see what happens. I this don't want happens. you in my elevator. You fine. take your elevator, I'll take my elevator. Okay. All right? That's fine. Okay.
3: So you get your bananas, and I'll get the other guys, their bananas.
2: You know what, the bananas I brought in last week are better than your brown bananas you've been bringing in.
3: No. How dare you? I had one, it was one bad banana, and I, I went for the size. I went for the size over the actual. It, but You taste. know
2: why? Because you were swayed by the enormity of the banana. That was a big banana. Yeah, because that's that's you. Me,
1: my own elevator.